0: Eric, I swear to God, you're my best friend, but sometimes you just annoy me. You were supposed to be here like five hours ago, and I'm talking to nobody, by the way. I'm talking to the imagination of you being in this room. normal person might have left like three hours ago. Oh, boy. Hello? Um, hey. Where the hell have you been?
1: I kinda got arrested. What? I need you to bail me out.
0: <sighs> okay. Wait, what happened?
1: Well, you know, it's ridiculous, really. Because, okay, so I was walking down the street, and I saw this old-timey kind of like soda shop. I'm well, like, oh, that's cool. You yeah, know, I've never been in one of those before, so I'm going to go in there. And then I, I tied up Bessie to the fire hydrant outside.
0: Wait, wait Bessie?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's my alligator. What? Like, I, I just, I've been doing stuff. Where did stuff. you
0: get an alligator from? I,
1: you know, I've been around, you know, southern states. Anyway, look. So that's not the important part. So I tied up Bessie outside, and I went in, and you know I got a soda, and it was it was nice, it was a nice environment. And I heard some noise in the back. I'm like, oh, what's going on back there? So I go back there, and there's a, a gerbil fighting ring, you know you look, the type you see. And I put some money down, you know, did pretty well. Walked away like fifty bucks, whatever. So I'm leaving, and this prostitute comes up to me, and solicits me, uh, which of course I didn't partake in, but, you know, it was a little jarring. I mean, apparently it's fine, because, you know, she's over the age of 85, so apparently that just doesn't make any difference. But anyway, whatever. So then I'm walking out, and there's a cop outside, and he's ticketing my alligator, and then he freaking arrests me.
0: I don't understand. What could you have possibly done wrong?
1: You know, I was drinking a soda on the street on Sunday, and apparently there's a city ordinance against it, and It's ridiculous.
0: Were you in Louisiana? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense.
1: Welcome to Nerds on History. I am Eric Brickmont. And I am
0: Brian Moriarty. It's good to have you back,
1: I'm back. Yay. Yeah, it's good to be back.
0: I've had kind of a crazy
1: time in my life. Yeah. past few weeks some unpleasantness that i had to um step away from and and take care of and uh you know honestly i don't want to go into a lot of detail right now just because uh this is a happy episode a celebratory episode and i want to focus on that
0: well there you go so i'm back that's hey, all you need to know i will just back. say it's good to have you back thank you yeah. it's good to be back i missed you listeners I missed you. Are you gonna ask how I am?
1: No. Oh yeah. Oh oh, you want me to? Oh, sorry. Jeez. Like I said, I'm trying to get back in the flow of things. Brian,
0: how way to are be aware you? of my way to be aware of my needs too. <laughs> how you doing? I, I'm I'm good actually. I'm good. So middle, I, I re- guess I
1: didn't really need to ask you then. You're, yeah, you're
0: fine. No, I'm so. no. Just middle of rehearsals. Yeah. For, oh, that's right. for Kiss Me Kate, Kiss me and Kate, that's yeah. going well. Um. Yeah, and I've been doing some auditioning in the area for for some companies so that'd be, it's nice I, it's good to start to actually pursue acting uh outside of the realm of just educational theater mm-hmm. which there's been the majority of my work so that's good yeah it's good it feels good
1: well i look forward to seeing you in uh Kiss Me Kate. that's in uh october
0: it runs late september through mid-october yes okay yeah right. it runs right, about right, right. three or four weekends so yeah you're getting close then yeah, we You're are getting very close. close. All right, that's good. We open in about a month, actually. We open a month, two days from now, yeah.
1: So have we dropped anyone yet? What do you mean? Aren't you doing, like, dance numbers and picking people up and, like, throwing oh, them Oh, so they
0: decided to not do the, the lifting. Uh, so <laughs> That's probably um, one of the best. It's, and the reason why is because there is a person in the cast who's an experienced lifter already. Oh. So it just makes sense for them to do that. Um, you hurt one cast
1: member, cause
0: one concussion, and a broken clavicle, and all of a sudden, I can't lift (laughs) people anymore. I, uh, I'm I'm the backup, but we haven't had any time time to practice. I'm I'm the terrible backup, if that's the case. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. We we digress. Hemingway. We have something to celebrate, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe it. It's 100
1: episodes. Two years, too.
0: Wow. Right. Our first podcast, The Mongoose Equation, which you guys listened to last week as a redux, or is it redo? I don't know how it's pronounced. I like redux.
1: I don't think the X is pronounced, but that's fine.
0: Fine. Redo. Our first episode went live September 3rd, 2012. So if we were to delay it two more days, it would be our two year anniversary. But instead, this episode goes live September 1st.
1: And that's fine. That's That's fine. That's because it's
0: Labor Day. Labor Day 2012 is when we launched. Labor Day 2014 is when this drops. Boom. And because of all the breaks we've taken over the last two years, it actually lined up perfectly. 100th episode, two-year anniversary. Which was
1: in no way planned. It yeah, was it not. Absolutely it was a absolutely worked Total out. happy accident. Yeah. Oh, just like Bob Ross used to say. Yes, indeed. But this is huge. And I think, you know, you and I were discussing what are we going to do for this episode? What kind of topic can we cover that really, you know, sums up two years and we were kind of looking back at previous episodes and getting feedback from people and just you know looking at listener feedback and one of our most popular episodes of all time was actually one of our first episodes,
0: episode five, yeah, actually,
1: which is that's a law, yeah, yeah, oh, what a fun episode, And we thought wouldn't it be fun to revisit that?
0: yeah, and we've never i mean we've tried revisiting topics a little bit here and there. We tried revisiting theater a little bit with a different perspective a couple weeks ago. But this is actually one where we can truly just like go back to the topic and just continue on where we were yeah, we left this off. Is, this is the sequel, indeed. Yeah. So uh, well, but I guess if we were a studio, this would be called this would be the, the clever sequel name, that that's still a law. Yeah. you know? Or really? That's a law. Exactly. So uh, yeah, exactly. More obscure, strange, dumb, probably immoral. Laws. Oh, that there's definitely some moral in here throughout the world.
1: Yep, and uh, we are uh, we're going to turn no corners here. Uh, we, we cover quite a few of them, and we recommend that you go back to the first episode and
0: have a listen to that, uh, so you can jump right into these ones and uh, enjoy them as well. Like we but, said, uh, it's episode five. Uh, it is a quick 55 minute episode, not unlike our more recent episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be able to get to it. And actually, I would say do that, and you, know what, you get a double feature for this week. Boom. Double feature sorry
1: oh musical theater yeah thank you for being part of brian's life and therefore being part of all of our life can i kick it off uh sure it would not be nerds on history if we didn't start with an ancient law and let me guess where's it
0: coming from um uh rome no 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 uh miss no 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 wait 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 egypt no
1: rome you had it right the first time oh yeah no <laughs> what's wrong with you what is wrong with you? Uh, funny enough, there weren't a whole lot of written laws in Egypt. There were some, and they were
0: interesting, but I wouldn't call any of them strange per se. Yeah. And again, we talk about just to do a quick little like two minute recap. The first rule of written law that we know of from civilization goes to the Code of Hammurabi from Mesopotamia.
1: That is now disputed. There are some examples that actually predate the Law of Code of Hammurabi, but it is one of the most complete ancient. It was one. It was the
0: first actual series of laws that hey this is what we are agreeing to follow and if you don't bad things will happen to you
1: it was incredibly public the yes. only problem is people didn't really know how to read it but there were <laughs> others but th- nearby. It's okay
0: we, we have people in our village who know how to read and we trust them entirely not to misinterpret oh what it's
1: absolutely
0: say. funny thing about cuneiform, it's all the same markings just in different locations that's not difficult to misinterpret at all it does make legibility of writing pretty good though I it does, because you're pretty much just... Well, cause that's because it was the medium. It was just right. wet, wet clay, basically, that you were marking on. So Get over here. Do you see what you did? Look at that mistake that you made. I said four vertical dashes and
1: two horizontal. How many do you have there? How <laughs> many funny. vertical dashes do you see? I see three. Three. Get out of here. You just insulted my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, no, this law comes to us from ancient Rome, and it's actually a series of laws that all kind of focus on the same subject, and that subject is theft. Now, uh, the first part of it reads, if one is slain while committing theft by night, he is rightly slain. So, in other words, I'm a burglar, I go into your house, I steal something, you catch me, you stab
0: me through the throat, you kill me, totally okay. Why the throat? Why not? Okay, so you went gladiator with it. It's okay. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I at Can some you imagine that? material.
0: No. So what if they're robbing you in the middle of the day, though?
1: That's the interesting part. If you are caught doing it during the day, uh, and you're trying to defend yourself with a weapon, uh, you are only in the right being the the victim of this crime. Um, if you've called somebody over to help you and then killed the person.
0: So, in other words, it would go like this: um, "Vesilius, yes, Vindictus, yes, come over here, please." Um, You know that robber who's been robbing people in the middle of the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pain in the butt he I is. I know. And he doesn't even fight back, so it's not like you can do anything about it. Exactly. It's so stupid. So here's what I'm going to do. When he comes in, can you be with an earshot? I want to call for help, so and someone acknowledge it, so then I can stab him in the throat. Oh, okay. So you mean you just, like, just stand around the corner? Yeah, exactly. Oh. So it'll be like... So, you no, know, be creepy, 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 and I'll go. Oh my God! Look, there's a burglar, and I'll come up and I'll be like, Oh no! If only there was
1: someone who could stop him. He is clearly resisting. Yeah, this is gonna be great. Awesome.
0: Yeah, something like that. I think. Yeah, huh? that's good. By modern standards, that'd be considered murder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's it's just it's kind of a strange one. Uh, I I don't know exactly the rationale behind it. Um, I guess they just assume that criminals would. Commit crimes
0: in the nighttime. I don't
1: know. It makes sense, obviously, that you would want to commit the crime under the the veil of night, so that you could obstruct your identity, obviously, and be able to get away faster uh, without you know people in the streets and all that. But uh, I, I think that mob justice would probably come into play. Uh, and then if you had enough people there, you know, all stabbing, because that's happened in Roman history. Uh, I, I'm sure the the cops would have a hard time kind of figuring out who was who.
0: Yeah. So I don't know how well this was enforced. It's not exactly like the Romans had a police force, necessarily. Not exactly. No, not, not exactly. exactly. They probably had centurions who were, like, in charge sure. sure of keeping the peace, but that was about it. Yeah, they had people who were who were there to, to, to yeah. keep the peace, like but, I said. Not, but, not a police force like we would know of it today. Not exactly. No. That would be a good episode. We have not talked about the history of the police forces we, yet.
1: That, ooh, and we have a lot of people who are in service uh, to their communities as law enforcement officers who listen and love this podcast. Yeah. That has to be something for... I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, season three?
0: No. Season three?
1: Season three. I, can't, I, I couldn't even believe it.
0: We're in season three. Wow. So yes, as a special
1: thank you to our loyal officers in law enforcement who are out there, we are going to uh, deliver you guys a special episode coming up. Sweet. Anyway, that's my contribution from the ancient world. And quite honestly, the only thing I found in the ancient world that was really that strange, that kind of odd. Uh, we've got a lot of other stuff that's a bit more contemporary, right, who maybe comes to us sometime in the past hundred years. And a lot of these laws are just outdated. You know, they had a context at one point, and now they are just don't make any sense.
0: We did last time, we talked a little bit about where Eric did international and I did domestic. We're going to just kind of just throw it up uh, in the air this time. I did do most of my research uh, in fact, pretty much all of it uh, domestic. But we made sure that I went. Last time, I was heavily biased towards C states. It was California and Colorado and a little bit of New York, but that was <laughs> mostly what it was. So I'm going to. I, I went all corners of the country this time. You better. So you uh, better. we're gonna we're gonna go a little crazy. We're gonna start with Alaska. Ooh, good one. Start with the beginning of the alphabet. I this like this one is uh, definitely not good if you are Mitt Romney. Uh, because in Alaska, in Anchorage, no one may tie their pet dog to the roof of a car.
1: <laughs> I, I don't laugh because I think that's funny. I laugh because of the Mitt Romney comment. It's one of those things where you would just think that makes sense, right? Why would you do that? And it's not, it doesn't even specify specifically that the dog's in a carrier. It's just talking about tying the dog to the roof of the car.
0: Right. In which the dog is supposed to, you know, I guess in theory lie down, but oftentimes they will stand up on top of the car. Yeah, what if you brake abruptly, you know? Exactly. That would be terrible. Yeah. You You would would essentially hang your dog if you did that. That would (laughs) be... Well, well, I I hope you wouldn't put the leash on if you would... Well...
1: (laughs) He, oh, God. Well, this he, is so horrible! I don't even want to imagine. How do you propose
0: do you want to tie it to its leg? Like, how do you propose to keep the the well bungee cords? Okay, so if I was going to do this, <laughs> So you're going you're <laughs> to tie
1: him down, spread eagle, <laughs> to him right. to the car. Well, well, think about it. It's the most aerodynamic. Uh, it's going to give him the best view. And quite honestly, I think it's probably the safest way to do it. If you were, if you were, I'm not saying I'm actually going to do it, but if, if I was going to Sarah here, she to,
0: would just be, she would be in shock right now.
1: Well, I have something that will redeem myself later, but okay, uh, I have to say though, if I was going to do that, that's what I would imagine doing. Yeah. But don't people don't do this? It's this stupid, and it's stupid. There has to be a law for
0: this because you know why? Some idiot did this once. Yeah, exactly. Probably somebody did this and that's why there's a law against it. It just makes sense. Why do we have to put it on the books? Common sense, people. Common sense. Of which some people are devoid of it.
1: That is very true. Intelligence and common sense are two completely different things. You could have someone who's incredibly intelligent with three PhDs who has written ten books on astrophysics and you know does not know how to how to flush the toilet, or or, or, he kind or of doesn't a know camera. that it's
0: it's maybe rude to you know point at somebody or right. you know things like that. Uh, well, let's continue on with this this theme. Uh, in Anchorage, it is also uh, for would be pranksters out there illegal to. To string a wire across any road. Any road. Any road. Hmm. So, you know, assuming if you were to try to trip somebody, I'm guessing that would be the uh, intended...
1: There's another one in England that's similar to that, uh, but it involves a uh, laundry line. You can't put a laundry line across a road, which makes sense. But I guess it means like an alleyway even, too. If there's anywhere pedestrians can go, you can't have a a laundry line hanging. Eh.
0: Uh, this is one I like to call the anti-clown law, also in uh, Anchorage. Uh, no person may drive a vehicle where there are more than three people in the front seat. <laughs> uh, no, it, that's 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 a good law. That makes sense. That's a good law. But again, why does that exist? Who, what, like, drunken college folks from the University of Anchorage decide just to pile a bunch of people in the front seat of the car and go for a joyride? So yeah. more than three people. So somebody can sit... Bitch, but nobody else can sit on top of. Setting. Well, some cars actually have a middle seat for the front. Right, it's like, a, it's truck. like a It's like a bench seat.
1: Yeah, okay, but you can't have any. Th- you can't have someone laying down across your laps. In other words, correct. Unless so it's a dog, and it is a dog, you have to first attempt to tie it to the roof of your car, and then if that <laughs> doesn't work, then it can lay across your legs.
0: I guess, according to this <laughs> logic, this very twisted logic. Yes. Um. Let's see here. It is if. Considered an offense in Fairbanks, Alaska, to feed alcoholic beverages to a moose. Uh, Okay. I
1: can understand that. So you have a bunch of spring breakers who decided to not go south, but to go north for whatever reason. Maybe do like an Alaskan cruise or something. Come into some area and
0: decide to get a a monk, or monk? No, not a monk. A moose drunk. Um, Maybe they wanted to do some wild weekend of, you know, wine tasting in Victoria. (laughs) You know, you never know. People do these things, you know. Do they have a lot of wineries in Victoria? Victoria is like the wine country of uh, Canada, actually. Is it really? Oh. Yeah, of course, Alaska is left of that, still right. in the United States. But yes, nevertheless, I guess they are going south for spring break, if that, if they're coming from Alaska to go there. But <laughs> right. anyway, case in point, yes. And they brought their own moose. They yeah. decide, they want to go, no, 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 screw the beach, no, 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 let's go to Alaska. Yeah. Wilderness. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Let's not do that.
0: So they come across a moose and they just said, hey, here's a moose. Hey, nobody, nobody screwed up. We've, we've had a bunch of jack. I wonder what would happen.
1: <laughs> and they all died about <laughs> three, all died. Three, three minutes later.
0: And they all made these really loud sounds. Just, <laughs> which is apparently them like, this is awesome. <laughs> That's what it means in moose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I meant the spring breakers were dead. Oh, this drunken moose like dead. passed out and and oh, fell on them and yeah, killed
0: okay, them. Okay, that works too. I don't know. I just thought the idea of it's not really okay, but just the idea that you know you fed an al- a, an animal that much alcohol that it just keeled over. It doesn't sound, unfortunately, it doesn't sound that improbable. Why do they need to be so many anti animal abuse laws out there? Because
1: I've I've seen a lot of them, and a lot of them involve the consumption of alcohol and animals. Yeah. I mean, why do people do that? I don't it doesn't know. Make sense.
0: It's weird. And not only that, but why would you do that to a moose? I mean, if, if this is a female moose, maybe different situation. But, <laughs> and here's what I mean. <laughs> out of context. Wait, please that, explain that. I, I am going to. Because
1: all of our listeners are doing the same exactly. thing. I exactly. Mean, I was like, cringing what did and very he confused. Say?
0: <laughs> out of context, that sounds terrible. But what I mean by that is that a female moose doesn't have antlers. So a male moose has a. Protrusion that's coming off the sides okay. of its head that could seriously injure you. But
1: they're still huge animals. Understood. And look, and while we're on that subject, how much alcohol are you going to have to actually give this moose to to have any effect? Probably about on three crates drunk? worth of checking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or a giant keg. Exactly. Don't keg stand the moose. Anyway, you have anything else from Alaska?
0: Oh, uh, tons. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, actually, not that many. Uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit. Uh, in Juneau. This one is so ridiculous. In Juneau, which is the actual official capital, of course, That's of great. Alaska. Yes. For those who remember fifth grade. Uh, owners of flamingos may not let their pet into barbershops. <laughs> is that <a> real one? <laughs> I, I, I believe it is real. Have you confirmed this? Because I encountered pull- a few of these in my research that turned out to be hoaxes. It is... Uh, Code 36.25.010 prohibited responsibility of animal owner. No owner of any animal or person having control of any animal shall allow such animal to enter upon public premises where food for human consumption is sold, uh, processes stored or consumed, or or to enter into any barbershops or establishments (laughs) for the practice of hairdressing or beauty culture. So in other words, somebody's got a flamingo, and they're thinking,
1: this flamingo, it looks so plain. It needs something more. And then they bring it to a
0: barbershop to
1: try to get it, you know, it styled. needs. No, what
0: it needs is highlights, is what it yeah, is, right? exactly. Because it wasn't... The pink wasn't enough. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. No, of course, it doesn't just apply to flamingos. This is a broad enough rule to apply to, you know, any pet. But I guess the people at dumblaws.com, who is supporting some of our research tonight, uh, decided to... You know, put something ridiculous in there. But it is true. Like, if you had a pet flamingo, you wouldn't be able to bring him into a... Either that, or
1: there is an actual genesis to this law that involved a flamingo. I wouldn't put it
0: past <laughs> some Some crazy hermit who just had, happened to have a pet flamingo. You know, maybe they lived in Florida at some point, and they just... They, they just they, brought it with them. They brought it with them. They just migrated.
1: I can't let go of you,
0: flamingo. Yes. So, buildings in Alaska, they're designed and decided to land on such a way that preserve the scenic vistas are awarded bonus points. Awarded bonus points? Yes, that's the actual verbiage of the law. And this was established in 1988, by the way. So do all structures have points? I guess. What does the nerd cave get? Uh, We probably get minus 10 scenic, I'm guessing.
1: Probably, yeah, because <laughs> we, we don't have a single window <laughs> that's in this true. place. That is kind of true.
0: Yeah, that's bizarre. Okay, but we all do. Right. But we do get plus fifty nerd. Oh, that's good. Then to balance balances out. That's fine. Right. Okay. Good. I was worried.
1: That, that concerned me.
0: Yeah, and I think plus fifty nerd also makes your makes your mana, uh, you know, regenerate quicker. So that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. I need it. Is this the, is that the first time we made an RPG reference in all these episodes?
1: I hope not. If we have listeners, I apologize. I'm pretty sure we've been more on top of it than that.
0: (laughs) I have one more. One more. Uh, Again, from Alaska. These are all from Alaska. Uh, This is my last one. All right. Uh, From Soldotna. So I'm guessing this is one of the carriers over from Russia because it sounds like a very Russian name. Soldotna. Persons may not allow, and they use air quotes for this, attractive nuisances to exist. I... Uh, Let me. Should I go into the actual? Verbatim? Yeah, because yes. I don't understand this. While the wording of the actual law may sound like an oxymoron, an attractive nuisance is really an object that will attract a bear, oh. i.e., oh. garbage. By discouraging bears to come around, dangerous human bear interactions are limited. There you go. So, in other words, you cannot have anything that will attract a bear. It just—it's not allowed to exist in this this town. So you can't have food, I guess. No. Not attractive food. You can have really horribly ugly
1: food. So you can have rancid food, that food smells horrible. Well, that's good. That's good. To know. <laughs> well, hey, it's Alaska. There's bears. There's probably a lot of them. Well, at least there used to be. So I can guarantee you um, that law made sense at one point.
0: Oh, I'm sure it does. Just the way it's phrased, it yeah. just sounds very, very weird. In
1: other words, don't let your pies out to cool on the windowsill.
0: Or your picnic baskets. Or your picnic
1: baskets. Exactly. <laughs> <Thank you.
0: laughs> I think maybe people above the age of 30 who listen to our podcast will know exactly what we're talking about. Maybe the teenagers who saw the Yogi Bear movie a couple years ago will understand what I'm talking about. But If you
1: don't know what we were just referring to, you are dead to me. Thank
0: you. If you have cable, watch <laughs> Boomerang. Seriously. I guarantee you're going to find a Yogi Unless Bear Unless you're not episode. from the United
1: States and, and you've never been exposed to Yogi Bear because I don't know how international Yogi gets, but... That, I'll give you a pass. But if you know, if you should know, then you should know. You like how elegant that was? That was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I I love that. Um, So then shall we um, move forward? i turn the mic back over to you, sir.
1: Yeah, I've got a few interesting ones. Uh, Some are hilarious. Some are disturbing. And others, actually kind of as stupid as they might sound, I think make sense. Okay. Uh, And I think I'm going to start there, because in July of 2013, so just a little more than a year ago, there was a law passed in China that stated that it's illegal for an adult child to not visit their parents, quote-unquote, often, uh, and they are required to attend to their parents' spiritual and financial needs.
0: Okay. Can you go into more specifics, please? Well,
1: okay. So, I mean, this... makes sense to me because there's a lot of people in China there are a lot of them in fact uh in the next couple of years there's going to be something close to uh gosh what was it I'm trying to remember the statistic that I was reading it was like uh half a billion elderly wow or 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 maybe not quite that much but at least three or four hundred
0: million senior citizens in China wow That's a lot. I mean, keep in mind the population of the U.S. is only three hundred and fifty million. That's every man, woman, and child.
1: Yeah. So essentially, take every single American, and that's how many, you know, older folks there are in China. And there is no like Florida retirement uh, area of China. They're they're all over the place, everywhere. A lot of people live in total poverty. You know, they're not doing too well. And so, particularly the older folks seem like they're getting left behind. And a lot of the kids are moving out of the rural villages and they're going to the big cities and they're getting jobs. And some of them are, you know, leaving China and going elsewhere and their parents are being, you know, left in destitute. So to prevent this, there's now an official law in China that states that you have to visit your parents often. It doesn't say anything about in-laws
0: which is good. Well, thank God there's Uh, some decency left there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there's at least some sense of humanity in all of this. No, no, no. I I mean, I think it's actually all about uh, that sense of humanity because, you know, it it can make it very difficult for somebody who lives really far away. You and I were talking about this before, and you made up a a great point about the fact that, you know, China is huge. It takes you, you know, hours just to fly from one end to the other, uh, a lot longer than it would than in a place like the United States, for example. Uh, Or if you live elsewhere outside of China, it's going to make it really difficult to get there and support your family as well. Sure, yeah. But you should be taking care of your parents. And this is something that I grew up with because, you know, my grandparents lived right next door to me. In their declining years, my parents took care of them. Uh, They both died at home. That's the way I believe it it should be. And uh, I I think that this is actually kind of commendable in that sense. as kind of crazy and ludicrous as it might seem.
0: Understood. There are some logistical problems because it doesn't go into enough specifics, I would say, but it, it, it makes sense. I understand why. The, the reason for the law makes complete sense. Yeah. But the way you articulate the law uh, makes all the difference. It also means it depends on how it can be interpreted and enforced. So uh,
1: that's very true. Yeah. And some laws elsewhere in the world are pretty straightforward, though. In Samoa, in fact, it is illegal to forget your wife's birthday. This makes a lot of sense. Uh yeah, and it kind of makes you wonder what the domestic abuse rate in Samoa actually might be, uh, because if they have to make a law to prevent you from forgetting your wife's uh, birthday, you're, you know, there's probably a lot of guys who have gotten the crap beat out of them. Is my, is my <laughs> guess?
0: Uh maybe, maybe, sure. It seems almost like it's a uh, one of those laws that they pass. Like, you know, Congress will pass certain binding resolutions just for the sake of being cute, basically. Uh-huh. It seems like it's one of those cute laws. I don't
1: know. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if there Are there the, penalties uh, involved with it? It doesn't specify, and I wasn't able to find anything too much more specific uh, than the verbiage of the law itself. But, you know, it, I think it makes a lot of sense. I've been married for going on nine years. So I've been married for quite a while. I've never once forgotten my wife's birthday. I have, however... <laughs> forgotten when my wife's birthday is, I should say. Well, okay, let me explain that. So, I I remembered the day that I thought my wife's birthday was and I remembered it. I didn't forget that. It was the wrong day, but I did remember it. As in you knew that it was the wrong day of the week or was... I mixed up 28 and 29. Oh. And I've been doing this since we met for now 12 years. I finally figured it out. Okay. But um but oh, okay. I never forgot it. I just,
0: you know, got it wrong. Uh ah. So
1: I would not be arrested in that particular case. No, I would not would be not. penalized. I'd no. be fine.
0: No, nope, you'd just sleep on the couch for you know, yeah, a month or so yeah. or a year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have any more? Uh, I I have. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll do another one, and then I'll let you jump back cool. over. Okay. Go ahead. So um, you were talking about that poor dog in the beginning of the episode being tied to the to the roof of the car. Yeah. Now, if that were to happen in Turin, Italy. Uh, this person would have been hung up by their toenails almost certainly because they have very, very strict rules for taking care of animals, and particular dogs, in Turin. Hmm. And they're quite commendable, in fact. Uh, you are required by law, if you own a dog, to take it for a minimum of three walks a day. Wow. And it is apparently enforced. A lot of people have been fined uh, $650, 650, so 500 euros, if you do not take your dog for a walk minimum 3 times a day and there are people in Turin who will hold their neighbors accountable to it there are tons of whistleblowers who will actually call uh and and report people who are not taking their dogs for walks
0: well there's a couple of logistical reasons why this makes sense uh first of all defecation right literally first of all right the dogs have to go out right and actually it should be technically second of all so yeah. i mean so it's so it's san- it's really it's sanitation is what it really is um, but the second also is that if, if a dog, dogs are social creatures, they need to either have another, another dog to play with, or they need attention from their owner. If they're left to stay around the house all day, they get restless and then they start to break stuff. It is just actually makes solid financial sense for the homeowners who may own these dogs. Uh, well, it's not just that. They, they continue to protect the dogs in
1: other ways, which I find fantastic. Hmm. Uh, people are currently banned from dyeing their pet's fur or, as the law states, any form of animal mutilation. So dyeing your pet's fur is considered animal mutilation in Turin.
0: Hmm. So Interesting. if you have
1: a really awesome Halloween costume for your dog and you want to really do it up, just don't. Define dye. Does, like, those spray colors count kind of as dye? I or? would think so. Any kind of coloring, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, essentially the goal is to prevent your dog from becoming a laughing stock. Mm. from it
0: becoming, they love their dogs in Turin.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, they absolutely do.
0: Yeah. I'm sure there's actually like they're, they haven't, when they go to church, there's like a little statue of the Madonna and the baby Jesus. And they're both petting a, you know, a little, <laughs> little, little Labradors little Labrador. Exactly.
1: <laughs> all, all of Italy, in fact, is a really, um, dog happy country. Uh, and if you are found to be um, torturing or abandoning a pet, uh, the, the penalty is 10,000 euro fine and a year in prison. Wow. That's pretty high. Very high. So I think Sarah's like cheering right now. She's like, yeah, and then lets out a celebratory belch. Um, <laughs> because this is, this is the kind of place for, for Sarah, who, of course, as we all know on the podcast, is a huge defender of animal rights. Um, and I'll tell you, you know, law enforcement keeps up with this. They really do enforce it in Turin and they do so largely because of the amount of whistleblowers and other people who are nearby who are, you know, trying to make sure that the law continues to hold people accountable to it. Hmm. I think that's pretty awesome. And, uh, I take my hat off to Turin, also home of the largest collection of Egyptian papyrus in the world. Mm. Got to throw a little Egyptian factoid in for today.
0: Oh. Well, no, actually the word factoid means a fact that is not true. Well, so then, it's a that sm- would be incorrect. It's a fun fact. It's a fun fact. Yes. Not a factoid. Really? Because oid also implies that it's
1: small, and therefore I'm only giving you a single fact, so it is a factoid. It, de- it
0: depends. Oid has a couple of different meanings, too. Oid. Right? Yeah. There's is a Jerry Lewis oid, which there, I just did. The, of the primates, there are in anthropology, right? We talk about there are primates and there are anthropoids, mm. right? Anthropoids mean you know, not quite human, basically, right? And those are anthropoids. Would be what would, like a monkey would fall into. They wouldn't be considered an ape necessarily, but they're actually they're still considered a primate, but they're just not considered an ape of some kind. So, apes or anthropoids. All right, science. <laughs> science. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, let's actually jump around a little bit. I'm going to go to the state of Washington now, going a Washington little bit further south. And uh, this one I love, 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 love. The harassing of Bigfoot, Sasquatch, or any other undiscovered subspecies is a felony punishable by a fine and or imprisonment. Hey, there are a lot of Squatch Hunters up in Washington. Of course, it makes sense. It's a very woodsy area, so it makes sense that there's going to be, like, is that what they're called? They're called a Squatch Watcher?
1: A Squatch Hunter or, or something to that variation, yeah. That's a, there's a bunch of different terms that are thrown around.
0: Okay, that's an interesting name. Um, but yeah, we were talking about, you know, good old, uh, when we did our whole episode on cryptids, right? Mm-hmm. We are talking about good old Bigfoot. Uh, and this speaks straight to that. And uh, there's been other states that have passed similar legislation after this as a result. So and It says all undiscovered subspecies. So in other words, if you go up like the mountain and you come across a yeti, no, 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 no. You cannot, you cannot harass a Yeti either, <laughs> you know? Although the Yeti and Sasquatch are considered
1: same thing, but different parts of the world. Yeti are from China. But anyhow, that's not the point. Uh, let's say you, you discovered a uh, five-legged, you know, yak or something to that effect. Sure. Or a unicorn. Or a unicorn, absolutely. Right. Or you stepped on an insect that you
0: didn't know was not previously discovered. That can exactly. get you in trouble, too. Yes, that could certainly... Um, Get you into some hot water. At the very least, your shoes will be confiscated. What? Because you stepped on an insect, Brian. Oh, follow sorry. along, sorry. God. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Please We're having too him. much
1: fun with this episode.
0: Uh, <laughs> here's here's that. This one actually makes sense. Uh, no person may walk in about in public if he or she has the common cold. That does make sense. And thank you. Yes. That's also from Washington? That's also from Washington. Okay. So you're doing one state at a time, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Now, this one, now, the the website that I was going through, th- these are statewide lo- laws that I'm talking about. These are not city ordinances. Okay. I'm just going to do some some quick ones that are uh, awesome. Uh, it is illegal, oh, hang on, uh, it is illegal to attach a vending machine to a utility pole without prior consent from the utility company.
1: <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> that's just, that's just,
0: <laughs> why?
1: All right, I don't even want to waste brain
0: cells on that. Move on. X-rays may not be used to
1: fit shoes. Sure. That's good. Because, you know, I hate it whenever I walk into the Nike or Adidas store and I and I sit down and have to wear that stupid lead apron every time I'm just trying to find or lead the right socks, there.
0: right? <laughs>
1: well, yeah, your feet are fine. Your feet are fine. It's elsewhere you want to, you know, prevent exposure.
0: Sure. And, yeah. But what you didn't see is Eric was gesturing to his crotch. So... Thanks for painting the picture, Brian. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. This is an audio podcast. so I think
1: people understood what I was getting at, but
0: okay. Did they really? Did they really, Eric? Okay. <laughs> um, all lollipops are banned. All lollipops? Yes. Um, all lollipops are banned. This one seems a bit extreme. I- I'm sure this was done at some point in time, but I have a hard time feeling like if you go to like a gift shop in Seattle... I don't know where it was, but I saw another law similar to that that said you had to have a doctor's note
1: for the purchasing and consumption of lollipops. I can't remember where it was,
0: but also in the United States, I know that for sure. Interesting. Uh, you cannot buy meat of any kind on Sunday. Okay, that makes sense. For religious, so
1: anything that's not doable on Sunday usually has some sort of religious tie in. Sure,
0: sure. Understood. Understood. Uh, I don't know many sects of Christianity that are vegetarian, but i do I do know they're out there. I do know they're out there, so i will I will give them a pass this time. Um, you also may not buy a mattress on Sunday. huh
1: well, that makes perfect sense. Why you know you bring a mattress home what's the first thing you do on it? Just think about it. Uh-huh. you don't have to answer the question just think okay. about it
0: okay uh it is illegal to pretend that one's parents are rich. <laughs> <laughs> So Think about the logistics of that. Like <laughs> wow, inform- I kind of broke that law a couple hundred times when I was in the fifth grade. Right, right. So like who's a whistleblower? Like your you know, your enemy in sixth grade or, or some college uh Yeah, you know, my dad roommate. drives that car because he's he he tests uh cars that are breaking down. Yeah, that's
1: his job. He's actually uh it's actually got a jag. yeah, you anyway, know, just don't take it out of the the garage, that's all.
0: Uh here's a great one. A law that is meant to produ- to produce crime states this is still all in state of Washington, keep in mind. Uh, it is mandatory for a motorist with criminal intentions to stop at the city limits and telephone the chief of police that he, as he is entering the town. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, see? I am, I am a burglar, and I am entering your premises. I may or may not be entering, breaking the entering with the intention of stealing one's goods.
1: Yeah, yes, man. Nah. Now you get out of my way. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's wonderful.
0: Really, like, do you think anybody's gonna though. actually follow that rule? Why
1: not? It would actually kind of be kind of fun. I think that would be fun
0: just to mess with the police.
1: Not even just to do that, but to actually do it, like to 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 stop. Say, hey, yeah, I'm on the I five right now, coming to your town. I'm going to break the law. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. It's going to be somewhere. It's going to be something, but I'm going to break the law. And then you go in there, and you literally, you just, you take the, the lollipop wrapper from the illegal lollipops that you just bought, and you just drop it on the ground and walk away. And that's all you do. You don't do anything serious. That's all you do. But you hey, have
0: like 10,000. As uh, you stated, when we were hiking, it is an $867 fine for littering <laughs> So in California. <laughs> They are doubly harsh about that in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> you're paying uh, you're paying 1600 for sure. I have no facts to support that. I'm just wanting to make a joke. <laughs> uh, so let's um let's go into more specifics, then, shall we? Okay. Uh, in Bellingham, it is single-use plastic carryout bags are prohibited. That's actually not in, like San Jose. We don't we don't offer plastic bags anymore. And I think unless But you're... you can still buy a bag. Is this is it specifically plastic bags or is it all bags? Single-use plastic carry-out bags. Okay.
1: Yeah, we have that here too.
0: Yes. So that's actually not that really ridiculous. I guess if you're used to it it would be ridiculous, but we have weird ways of getting around it. Like if it's a grocery store, yeah, it's only paper now. Paper or bring your own bag, but right. some places still have plastic. Um that are, that are single use, though a lot of places have adopted multiple use bags. Uh, in Everett, it is illegal to display a hypnotized or allegedly hypnotized person in a store window. <laughs> 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 Here, yes, come to my hypnotism shop. See, look at him, thinks he's a chicken. <laughs> come, on, come right on in. <laughs> oh, man. It, you know, it reminds me of those. Dr. Who... Majestos. <laughs> hypnotism, hypnotorium. Whatever it would be. But what if
1: they're outside? So what if you hypnotize them to be those guys who stand there with the signs that dance with the signs? Is that okay? Because you're not in the window. You're outside the shop, but you're still hypnotized.
0: I think we'll let a court of law decide that one. All right. Yes, indeed. Interestingly enough, up until 2001, it was illegal to breastfeed in public in Washington, but the law was repealed in 2001. Good. And finally, but certainly not least, one may not spit on a bus. That just makes sense, don't you think? That does make sense. Unless, what if there's like an included spittoon? I don't think they have spittoons in... What if you have your own spittoon? Don't be ridiculous, Eric. No. No one carries spittoons.
1: Yes, they do. Uh, Oh, you're going to get a lot of listener feedback. Ladies and gentlemen, if you chew tobacco, which, you know what, it's not good for your health, but it's your choice
0: if you choose to do it. So email Brian and tell him what kind of spittoon you have. Be it like a used can of soda or a bottle of water? That is, in the
1: technical definition... A container used to collect the discarded spittle of a person who is chewing tobacco. Semantics. It is a spittoon. It is not semantics. It is a spittoon. Ladies and gentlemen, go to the airwaves, uh, write letters, upload YouTube videos. I feed your anger. (laughs) Send us a picture of your spittoon if you have one. And if you can do it on a bus, uh, you, not unlike those lovely properties we were talking about earlier, will get bonus points. Yeah. All right. (laughs) What do you got for us? Okay, I'm going to start with something that's just sad, and then we'll end with something that's that's much funnier. In Greece, one of the most horrible and despicable laws is being passed and enforced. And so I'm going to get on my soapbox for a moment and speak out against this, because it's ridiculous, and I could not avoid it. This was something that was actually enforced originally back in April 2012, and then they, they put a halt to it, but they've now brought it back in vengeance. And this is um, the forced testing of hiv on individuals in greece okay interesting anyone who is suspected to have hiv uh can be er arrested and then forcefully test for the virus uh and, and it's it's terrible because back in 2012 like i said 17 women who were discovered to actually be hiv positive had all their public details thrown out in the media in greece And they were all accused to be prostitutes. None of them were ever confirmed to be prostitutes, but they were accused of it and their personal details were brought public and it brought, you know, shame and misery to people who were suffering from, you know, a disease, a deadly disease. And it is absolutely horrible. Wow. Uh, It is something that uh, HIV AIDS watch groups have been speaking out against for several years. HIV is very epidemic in a lot of parts of Greece. It's it's a little known fact in this country, but it is true. The The it, rise of HIV has been uh, skyrocketing. Regardless, it doesn't give you the right to forcefully detain somebody uh, and force them to, to do a test and then found out to publicly declare their information uh, to the entire country. It's not okay. Understood. In any way, shape or form. Yeah. So this is my little uh soapbox contribution where I want to speak out against it because uh if you live in Greece and you listen to our podcast and you have anything that you can do within your own local power, I don't seem I'm not saying vigilante justice,
0: I'm saying go out there and vote against uh the the very uh that they, get these things into power. And, and and I am not I do not want to sound like I'm I'm defending it, but playing devil's advocate for a moment too different societies different rules about what they value. In the United States we value very much a person's privacy. At least we try to. Unless we're on Facebook. Um <laughs> but no, we we do try to. We like to believe that our person our, our personal life is our personal life and that it doesn't it's not anybody else's business.
1: Yeah, but this is also the ancient home of democracy sure. and the right to choose. I don't know. Just think it's a little ironic. Yeah. I can see that. That's all I'm saying. For sure. Anyway, let's get to something that is uh, not nearly as depressing. How about? Are you familiar with the word vexation? Or uh, to be as vexed?
0: in, as in to vex somebody? Yes, mm-hmm. it means to be extremely irritated by it. Well, somewhere. apparently
1: in the Philippines there is a very uh, broadly described anti-vexing law.
0: What was the name of that that bat-like creature that we were talking about? Was that in the Philippines or was that no? That was um. Oh, that what? No, that, that was, was Africa. No, there was uh, there was the uh, there was the horse demon thing right the... but
1: there's a ghoulish one that
0: we did talk about from the philippines yes. as well so if it vexes you you can sue it oh good you can sue good. it and
1: you will probably win uh nothing because it, uh, it doesn't exist but
0: you can sue it my apologies uh to cam by the way one of our uh listeners from the in, from within the philippines we forgot the name of the of the the monster that we're oh my god to. you just
1: realized what we did yeah I we, did. we we have potentially vexed her
0: we have potentially vexed her. under
1: filipino law
0: she could sue us but we're crap. not we're not in the philippines we're going to
1: we're gonna have to cut this out it doesn't matter it, I, I don't think it matters because we're being we could be banned in the philippines because of this now
0: hey i'm serious this is how broad this <laughs> how, law wait, is wait 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 how awesome for marketing though could it be nerds on history banned in the philippines <laughs> people are going to be wondering wh- why <laughs> get them listen to the show
1: You got to listen to it.
0: You know? You know. Can we put that on the website now? Ben, Philippines. (laughs) (laughs) Philippines. (laughs) I think that could be the episode title.
1: (laughs) But it's, I got to tell you, this is so ridiculous. And there are so many people who are trying to get this, um, trying to get this removed because it really is so broad. I mean. Yeah, of course. How do you define it? You really cannot define it. It could be anything.
0: You could be vexed by the fact that mayo costs too much money. Exactly, and who? Are <laughs> so you're gonna... gonna sue the mayo maker? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, or, or
1: you're or... gonna
0: sue the grocery store for selling it? Like, what are you gonna do?
1: Or you know that your neighbor drives a uh, a Prius and that bothers you for whatever reason, or flip it around, drives a gas guzzler and that bothers you for whatever reason. That's reason enough. Wow. Yeah. Understood. I also have a lot from one of my favorite places in the world. And that is of course the United Kingdom.
0: Okay. Do we want to uh, do one more state before we do that? Or do you want to keep going?
1: Well, I mean, it seems like you've been
0: on that's, the mic a little bit. That, that, I just, that that's kinda that, that. wanted to wow. throw a few out there. This is all. Wow. You saying. Saying. see see this? This is the past aggressive side uh, of Eric. I, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll leave my No 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 go. It's fine. <that- that- 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 no, 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 Öyle no, it's no, Please enjoy no, Enjoy it. No, Take the mic. Let's have a little compromise. Enjoy it. Enjoy it.
1: I'm going to offer up a compromise. Let's go to Bangladesh first. Then we'll go to another state. And then the person who hasn't been on the podcast for several weeks
0: will go ahead and and do his facts from the UK. Are you listening to this, folks? <laughs> do, you, do you hear the passive aggression? Do you hear it? That's fine. That's cool. Okay, let's do that then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh in Bangladesh, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna make <laughs> no. if, you're gonna, if you're gonna make a three minute argument <laughs> to to kick take the mic, like, at least you can say the country's name correctly.
1: <laughs> uh like I said, we're having way too much fun with this episode. In Bangladesh, children of fifteen and older can be sent to jail for cheating on their final exams. Makes sense. Why? <laughs>
0: I'm just I'm just being stupid. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. To jail. Jail's a bit extreme. Yeah. Expelled from school, absolutely. Sure, absolutely. But prison or jail? I don't know. That seems really, really hard. Apparently, uh, in India,
1: they also have very equally strict laws against cheating. And this is where uh, this was inherited from. They kind of brought it over and, and looked at that example and said, oh, this is great. Let's do this. And by the way, let's throw them in prison.
0: Well, so quick history. Or jail, I should quick say. Quick history for those who who maybe aren't familiar, Bangladesh, up until about 30, 40 years ago, was... Was part of India. Was India. Remember, there's a little portion that broke off that became Pakistan, because they were predominantly Muslim, and the official official, uh, religion in India is Hinduism, and then a smaller, even smaller uh, section that was predominantly Sikh within Pakistan broke off and became Bangladesh instead, so... Culturally, everybody, even though they are now different nationalities, culturally, right. everybody is still very Indian. Very much so. They're, they're still, you know. Yeah. They won't say that they're necessarily Indian anymore, but culturally speaking, they share a lot of similar. India and Bangladesh, they they get along a little bit better than India
1: and Pakistan. India and Pakistan have been fighting over, you know, sweaters for years. Yes. Yeah. Of course, by sweaters, I'm referring to Kashmir.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. That's a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. I heard it.
1: Someone's laughing. I think Brett's out there laughing right now. And As I've said before... Brett and Stevie are laughing right now. I can hear them. Yep. Yeah, very distinctive. I got it. One of them's definitely Australian. Yep. <laughs> right
0: now. Okay, move... Are you, are, you, are you done? Let's move forward. I'm done. So, you, you may You may now continue. I'm going to um, blast through a couple of fun ones in the city of Maine. Yes, one of the northmost states in the northeast. Uh, one of the more rural states. My great-grandmother was raised in rural Maine. So couple fun ones ones you would expect like no person may roller skate on a sidewalk um mercury thermometers may not be sold in the city all understandable uh in ellsworth maine if any part of the sign ordinances of a city of the city are more stringent than federal even though they may be in conflict with them they will prevail Yes, that actually is contradictory to federalism, the whole... Yeah, the I was art, say. Article 7, it's either Article 7 or Article 6 of the United States Constitution says that states and cities may not, or well, particularly states, may not uh, contradict the federal government. Right. Uh, which is why there's a whole example of why there's this issue with uh, recreational marijuana usage, right? Federal government says it's illegal, but states can say it's... States are passing laws for it, um, for medicinal uses, or for if you're in Colorado, because you're bored. So... Um, <laughs> It's It poses this really weird ethical question, right? Well, where do we draw the line, you know, yeah. with that kind of thing? That being said, it is also illegal to park in front of a Dunkin' Donuts in South Berwick. Uh, Specifically a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Any other
1: donut establishment you may park in front of.
0: Yes. Mm. Uh, and most importantly, uh, it is illegal to expectorate from a second story window. Very, very important <laughs> And finally... Wait, that's it? <laughs> that's all there is to it? Yeah. It is legal to expect right from a second story window.
1: <laughs> what if you're on the third story?
0: I would assume that it's okay.
1: All right. Fair <laughs> no, enough.
0: I mean, probably, it probably is not okay. It's probably, if you're anything above the first story, probably not a good idea. But <laughs> for some reason, maybe they don't have third story buildings in this small town.
1: I imagine if you're in an apartment complex, then like the second story would be, um, you know.
0: Yeah, that loogie would hurt. I would yeah, just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another a higher, one.
1: T- a higher rent rate.
0: Uh in finally in Wells, Maine, deer may not be fed. Okay, understandable. Because then you're encouraging them to come back and, and then right. you don't want wildlife where you where you reside. Um but finally, advertisements may not be placed in cemeteries. I think this one just makes sense. <laughs> Do you don't you? Oh, oh look at old Aunt Bertha. Glad we get the chance to see her. And then on on her tombstone <laughs> is an ad. For KFC. <laughs> for KFC. <exactly. laughs> we do. Chicken right. <laughs> what if it... How ironic would it be or just if she the, had died choking on a chicken bone at a KFC?
1: Well, that's how they sponsored to pay for the uh, the actual funeral.
0: <sighs> Is no it's no going to get ceiling. to that
1: point eventually yeah. where we're going to have to... You know, like you... You want to be a professional cyclist. That's great. But you got to have sponsors. So you got to strap them on. If you want to be able to pay for a funeral, that's fantastic, but you know, your, your coffin's going to be covered in firestone. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, sir. Well, well, we're on the subject of just a couple things yucas. from America
0: we can throw out. I said, you said all right, Yukas. Yukas? Yukas. UK Yucas.
1: Oh, I don't want to go there just yet.
0: Oh, okay. I want to get there eventually. All right. I just want to. I wanted to
1: throw out a couple from the United States that I came across that I just I couldn't pass up because I thought they were too fantastic. Um, in South Carolina, it is unlawful for a minor under the age of 11 to play on a pinball machine. And in some places, pinball machines are completely outlawed. Hmm. Yes. And this is interesting because I did a little research and it, apparently it ties back to... Years ago, pinball machines and the mob were somehow connected in this part of Southern Carolina, so they they outlawed them to you know put a dent in the mob activities, and it, it remains to this day.
0: Wow, interesting,
1: very strange. Ah, uh, let's see here in who Oklahoma,
0: knew that you can get make a racket off of quarters? You know,
1: maybe there's like smuggling things inside of them. I don't, I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't, I don't actually know the details okay. beyond that. Uh, in Oklahoma, it is illegal to have a sleeping donkey in your bathtub
0: after seven p.m. Awake, okay. totally fine. So again, six fifty nine, totally legal. Totally legal, but seven o one, you gotta have a
1: quick donkey, or you're gonna get in trouble. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Uh, it is illegal to honk your horn in New York City. It it is true. That's not followed. It it is true. That is no. It is not. But there is a a supposed fine of three hundred and seventy-five dollars if anyone ever decided to enforce that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. I have been in New York City. I have uh, experienced rush hour traffic firsthand. That is just not true. (laughs) Uh, In Maryland, uh, in Baltimore specifically, it is illegal to take a lion to the movies. I want to know what happened that made them get so specific, <laughs> you know? Just the idea of someone carrying their pet lion to, to the movies, it, it, just him eating this giant thing of popcorn, you know? And it was a Metro-Going Mayer movie, because when he saw the line on screen, <laughs> he roared back. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, there's some echo in the surround sound. <laughs>
1: Oh no, oh my god, there's
0: yeah. a freaking line in the movie theater.
1: <laughs> uh, in Tennessee, it is unlawful for any person to import, possess or cause to be imported into the state any type of live skunk or to sell, barter, exchange or otherwise
0: transfer any kind of live. Skunk. So if it's if they're dead, it's totally fine.
1: Yes. But live skunks, no, unless you are a bona fide zoological parks and research institution.
0: Well, I mean, if you do startle a skunk, it will spray. So that kind of makes sense.
1: People keep skunks as pets. They actually uh, remove the the gland that uh, causes the odorous secretion and they, they keep them as pets. Aren't they rodents? I think
0: yeah. I was going to say, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, in Vermont, there are technically no anti-nudity laws, public nudity laws, I should say. Uh, you can walk around butt naked in vermont uh many uh towns and cities however have challenged this because once this became public people as you can imagine went to vermont and started walking around naked so a lot of them have passed ordinances that now prevent that from happening but if you are in a state park you are permitted to uh sunbathe nude
0: if someone lives in vermont who listens to our podcast please help us understand are there nudist colonies that we should be aware of And um,
1: we should be aware of, should
0: (laughs) should we be driving through (laughs) said state? Um, It would be be nice to know. See,
1: I would imagine if you were in Vermont and the moment took you and you decided to do that, people wouldn't bat an eye because, I mean, it just looks like you're kind of wearing a fur coat. Thanks, Eric. You are are covered in an ungodly amount of body hair, I'm just saying. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for painting that picture for our listeners. I I guess we're even. That's what they've been wondering about for two years. I can guarantee it. I will say but there's one other interesting component of this law. You cannot take your clothes off in public, but you can emerge into public naked. So you can leave the house in the buff, but you can't take your clothes off outside.
0: Before we end in uh, in the yoke, um, I'd like to ask if we can do a quick trip to both Florida and Texas. Probably the two gems <laughs>
1: of our country,
0: <laughs> right? I'm sure they
1: have some interesting laws that have to be. Oh,
0: do they? So, <laughs> Florida accidentally, and they put this in parentheses, banned all comu- computers and smartphones from internet cafes. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> S- silly, right? It's very silly. Um, the term motor vehicle was revised to exclude swamp buggies, deregulating the primary mode of transportation in the state.
1: That sucks.
0: Yeah. That, that would piss me off. Yeah. Again, dumb. Just, yeah. This is just failure to execute properly. Yeah, exactly. Here's what I love. Uh, the state constitution allows for freedom of speech, a trial by jury, and pregnant pigs to not be confined in cages. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> just All right. Uh, it is illegal to sell your children. <laughs> Wait, it is legal? It is illegal. Oh, oh, good. So who tried to sell their kids <laughs> like someone has a kid stand on the side of the road? I
1: can't find it now, but there was another place. I think it was Nebraska or somewhere that where it, it was illegal to sell a minor under the age of 12 to the circus or something like that. Anyone older than 12, older than 12 was fine. But you couldn't if you were, yeah. I, 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 I that might be wrong, but I, I distinctly remember something like
0: that in my research. I just I don't have I didn't take a note on it. Um, okay, well let's let's continue along here. Um, you may not fart in public after 6 p.m. That's a Florida one. That's I saw a Florida that one. Yes. I saw that one. I almost did that one. Yeah, you are not allowed to break more than three dishes per day, or chip the edges of more than four cups and or saucers. You
1: just in life in general.
0: I, apparently. So I, guess there's or... some real, I guess there's some real dinnerware shortage or something. <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford to... If you work in the restaurant industry, God ooh, help you. Um, a special law prohibits unmarried women from parachuting on Sunday, or she shall risk arrest, fine, and or jailing. Okay. <laughs> what What is going on here? It, well, this one, I'd, I, I I don't even know where to begin. It is illegal to sing in a public place while attired in a swimsuit. There's another weird swimsuit
1: law out there as well. I I believe it's from Kentucky, uh, where you cannot walk along a state highway if you're wearing a swimsuit unless
0: you're accompanied by a male escort. Shall we move to Texas? Let's do it. All right. Uh, It is illegal in Texas to sell one's eye. Again, when was there a scenario (laughs) where someone wanted to sell their eye? But An actual organ, or are we talking about like an artificial eye? we're talking about it, the way it is ver- it is uh just an eye it's referring to their one of their eyes cuz my great grandfather had a glass eye
1: if he decided to sell it to somebody in the state of Texas would that have been legal
0: that's, that's what a I good want to know. that is a good question we'll leave it to the courts um it is illegal to shoot a buffalo from the second story of a hotel. Wait, didn't we talk about this
1: in the first <laughs> Did we talk about that in the first one? I don't
0: know. We might have. It sounds really familiar. Oh, my God. But there, there's a great one here. Um, uh, a recently passed anti-crime law requires criminals to give their victims 24 hours notice, <laughs> either orally or in writing, and to explain the nature of the crime to be committed. This is the same rule in in Washington basically all over again. (laughs) Only we need to marry these two together. I'm going to come and I'm going to rob you. You better be ready.
1: And don't you worry, because I already notified the police when I stopped at the city limits the first time to call and tell them
0: what was going on. So you best be ready. You best be. (laughs) The entire Encyclopedia Britannica is banned in Texas because it contains a formula for making beer at home. Sure. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good excuse. There was one, oh, I can't remember what state it was in, but I think we might have skipped it, but there was one in, it involves bringing a shotgun to church. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? Let's just stop there. <laughs> fine, let's just do that. That's fine. <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. Oh, I will say, there is there is one more. <laughs> it is illegal to milk another person's cow. Well, duh. I think that's just common sense, don't you think? Wars have been started over sure such things. Sure. Indeed. So, again, I want to visit
1: the United Kingdom for a short moment because I absolutely love the UK. And I'll be honest, some of these I think we talked about a little bit. But, I mean, this is a country that has had laws in the books for over a thousand years. Yeah, exactly. And some of them just don't make any sense. Uh, Like it is illegal to die in the House of Parliament. The belief is that you may actually be entitled to a state funeral in doing so, or would have been at some point in English history. Uh, It is also, of course, illegal to wear a suit of armor. Within the English parliament?
0: I I guess it makes sense, because it's supposed to be a place of civility, so I get it. Outside the parliament, totally fine. But inside, no. Uh, It is legal to shoot a Scotsman within the city walls of York,
1: provided that he is carrying a bow and arrow, except on Sundays.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's okay to do it on Sunday? Yes.
1: No, except on Sundays. So you have a Scotsman, bow and arrow, any other day, in the city of York, Totally fine. Totally okay to kill him. Unless it's Sunday. Please do not kill any Scots. This is a neurotomy public service announcement.
0: There you go. Do not kill anyone from Scotland. Thank you. If they're in New York, yeah.
1: Especially if it's Peter Capaldi, because oh my god, he is the most amazing doctor I've ever seen. I, sorry, I had to throw it out there. I just watched Doctor Who the other day. Oh my god. Any Is he
0: your new favorite now?
1: He's a top contender with Tom Baker. I'm just okay. going to throw it out there. Okay. He's a contender. Uh, and he's Scottish. It's so awesome. Anyway, I digress. Uh, let's see here. You must carry a bale of hay in your vehicle at all times. Remember that. In what part of England? Uh, it doesn't specify. Could be anywhere, could be huh. everywhere. It should be everywhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, in London, it is illegal for cab drivers to transport rabid dogs and corpses. uh, uh, uh okay. A, a rabid corpse? R- rabid corpses are okay, but rabid, rabid do- dogs or corpses just by themselves, without any rabid rabidity, <laughs> are, are are not allowed. Just okay. So eighty-six, the rabies. Got it. Yeah. This is this is new. It is now illegal to import potatoes from Poland. What? As of 2004, no person shall, in the course of business, import into England potatoes, which he knows to be, or has reasonable cause to suspect, to be Polish potatoes.
0: Isn't, I mean, I would imagine that that's a pretty big export for them. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I, <coughs> I have no idea what people got against Polish potatoes. No idea. And it's also what you use to make Polish vodka, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, I mean.
1: I don't know, maybe that's, that's the what's connection. What's I don't going know. on,
0: people? Uh, It is illegal to gamble in a library as of 1898. And still is. Well, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, because those libraries were getting to just be obscene places of debauchery.
1: (laughs) 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 It is illegal to beat or shake your carpet, mat, or rug. You may beat your doormat only before 8 a.m. in the morning.
0: I'm guessing it's a noise thing.
1: Doormat. That's it. Gotta be. Uh, of course, you can be put to death if you are caught poaching a royal deer. Yes, that is true. That is still true today. And any whale that washes ashore is first offered to the royal family. If they want it. If the queen says, Oh, that lovely beached whale. If just I can only imagine what I could do with all that blubber. Oh, we'll have it, please. We'll have it.
0: They would take it to the queen. This may have made sense, like, when whaling was a thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it's still a thing. It's not a good thing, but it's a thing. It's.
0: It, I think we've progressed past that, right? Whale oil isn't used as fuel anymore. That's what used Whale blubber, I should say, was not used as... Yeah, interesting. That's all I'm saying. If any member of
1: the royal family wants a beached whale, it is theirs. All right, then. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, comes our, our first true revisiting of a topic and follow-up here in Nerdonomy, uh, Nerds on
0: History History, anyhow. Unlike episode five, we have listeners this time. We do. (laughs) So (laughs) we have more than 12. Yes, indeed.
1: We have 14.
0: I would love for our listeners to write in and share with us, what are some ridiculous laws that you know of from where you were from? And, you know, give us as many as you want. I'll I'll share one from right here. We might have shared it last time we did this. In San Jose, California, it is illegal to own more than 4 cats. That is the greatest law in history. Yes, I'm sure cuz you have 3. So you're right on the cusp. You're sure it's 4 cuz I'm I've told Martha it's 3. I will leave it up to uh the courts, the courts <laughs> to decide.
1: They are going to be very busy after this. <laughs> it's like who just keeps sending us <laughs> these ridiculous contentions. <laughs>
0: These Uh, nerds on history, who are they?
1: uh, That's too funny.
0: Uh. Uh, Well, speaking of listener feedback,
1: should we do a little bit before we finish up? Yes, we shall. This week in listener feedback. First off, I just want to say to all of our concerned listeners, thank you. We are fine. The earthquake that happened recently in California, uh, being a bit of a shaker, was further north up in uh, Napa Valley or Napa uh, County actually near where was it? American Canyon, I think it was. Uh anyhow, it, it there were some people injured, uh, and our hearts go out to them and we hope them uh have a quick recovery. But um, you know, we down here, hey, we're okay. Yeah. We're just fine. Nerds are mm. okay. I was woken up uh about three twenty two in the morning after going to bed at three ten, uh trying to put the baby to sleep. And the baby also woke up at three twenty two, it was awesome. And uh had a little bit of a shake, and it was fine. You know what my wife thought? She thought the house was being possessed by a ghost. Hmm. And a whole bunch of her friends on Facebook said the same thing. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand that.
0: But anyway, we're fine. Okay, good. Good. (laughs) No, it was, yeah, and we were all, I mean, I slept through it. I slept through the earthquake right away. I normally do.
1: uh, But I I had just recently fallen asleep. So normally they don't even phase me.
0: It was unfortunate timing, to say the least. We've got some uh, one actually from one, from one of our uh, sponsors, actually, Jeremy, uh, the guy who was uh, sponsored Protospiel back in May, mm-hmm. sent us a great picture and said, What's wrong with this picture? This is a <laughs> Honda element from, I'm assuming, only a couple years old, that's got a Mondale Ferraro bumper sticker on the back. Folks, Walter Mondale ran for president in 1984. Uh, to can basically, it's the Democratic nominee against uh, Ronald Reagan's reelection, And Q, of course, was also the vice president to Jimmy Carter. And I think he even served as a senator uh, at one point after being vice president because of uh, one candidate dying before they could make it to mm. election day. Or he ran for it. He lost. I don't think he, he yeah, I think he lost. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, yes, uh, actually, he ran. And uh, Geraldine Ferraro, for, representative from New York, female candidate for vice president. So, very cool.
1: But I, what I love about it is that it's so beaten up. Yeah. Like you can tell this person has taken it off and transported it on to at least three separate cars in the time that they've, they've There's probably
0: it. some crazy glue on that thing. Oh, just to yeah. Keep it, just yeah. to keep it uh, intact, more than likely. So, thank you, Jeremy, for sharing that with us.
1: So, we have another one. Uh, this comes from, again, my family. My there's wonderful side of the family and, of course, our number one fan, Aunt Teresa. Uh, another daughter of hers. Uh, of course, you've heard Cass on our show previously. And uh, she says, hey, nerds. This is your cousin Jennifer. St- Won't say her last name. Uh, daughter of your undisputed number one fan, Aunt Teresa. And I just have to say that I love, love, love your podcast. I will say Aunt Teresa has a very enthusiastic family. Uh, She's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, she does. And I just started listening to your podcast. After just five minutes, I had already become completely hooked. You guys are so incredibly funny and have such great chemistry that I could not help but fall in love with the show. Uh, In reference to the subject of this email, which says, A bit disappointed in my cousin. That's me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, What did you do? Listen, Uh, I just have to say, my dear cousin Eric, I am a bit disappointed in you. After listening to your amazing podcast on the greenhouse effect, I was extremely disappointed in the fact that you did—you guys did not mention, uh, not once mentioned, the true reason why we have global warming today. I'm pretty sure we did. No, we did not. We totally dropped the ball on this. According to Harry Dresden, Chicago's only professional wizard for hire, the reason <laughs> we have global warming is because the winter court and summer court of fairies are at war with each other. Thus, throwing everything off balance, I just thought that my cousin, being king of all the nerds, wow, qu- quite an honor, which I have to say, I'm not quite sure if I'm deserving of, especially after this foible, uh, would know this simple and obvious fact. God, the shame is overwhelming to in my
0: voice. Um, I, I, I take that back, folks. When pixies fight, we suffer.
1: We all suffer. We all suffer, and we know now, and awareness is the first step. To fixing the problem, uh, she continues. <laughs> uh, other than that, the global warming podcast was very well done, and hats off to you guys uh, for having the guts to t- tackle such a controversial topic and doing it so well. Um, and then she she goes on to talk about uh, her mom and, of course, her arch nemesis, our good friend uh, Kay, who we've loved to have on the show, who again is battling for that spot of number of one fan. But um, she just upped the ante. Because she she's just, now a... created the official team, Teresa, uh, which I can only assume is also going to con- include Cassandra. And
0: so she's got three. We need to, we, she's, she's Kyla's got, got to get some work done. She's got I know. team, Kyla. There, yeah. There's a
1: whole team now, and she just gave us an amazing $100 donation. Which is uh,
0: awesome. Thank you so much. So
1: thank you so much. Absolutely love you, cuz. Thank you
0: so very much. There you have it. Speaking of uh, good on you for uh, doing controversial topics, we got a feedback from Aaron. Who said? Who, whose subject was, good on you. Just finished listening to the newest podcast and wanted to say good on you on being willing to not shy away from talking about condemning stuff like racism, anti-Semitism, or misogyny, etc. I appreciate that. It's kind of sad that we live in a world where this isn't a given, but so it goes. So, this came from us reading a feedback on the air during mm-hmm. our screenwriting episode where we talked about perception of Rome's, Romanians uh, overseas and how it's unfair to let one person's actions all of a sudden become a blanket statement for an entire culture. Correct. Right? And also, Vincent gave us some clarification on this, too. Sometimes they're referred to as roms uh, in French or Italian. I think we talked about this as Mm -hmm. well. Yep. Um, There's different names, Gitanos in Spain. We talked about that. Um, Rom and Roma can also easily get mixed, mistaken Mm -hmm. for one another. That's probably how the two get uh, associated with one another. Um, but I agree with it. No, I said, look, I don't care if we're sounding preachy. These are really, really important issues, and it's not yeah. acceptable. So, thank you for acknowledging that we're, we just, we won't tolerate it. It's just, it's, and we shouldn't tolerate it. We're civilized people now, or we, we're trying to be at least. Here, so, here. So, finally, finally, we have one from Stephen, our good old friend from Australia. Oh,
1: I love you, buddy.
0: He, about this Better Outtakes episode that we posted on Nerds on Film. <laughs> Uh, The outtakes were pretty damn funny, he says. Um, I was a bit surprised that Sean wasn't as rancid as I had expected, considering (laughs) it wasn't cut. And these were the best bits. Um, He said he'd pay for the best of outtakes, for sure. But he wouldn't pay $1,200 per track. That would be a bit steep. Fine. Well, fine. Spoiler fun, why don't you? But, uh, Stephen, Aaron, thank you so much. Thank you to all
1: of our listeners for the past two years. And we look forward to your continued support of Nerdonomy in this coming year. As we always say at the end of the episodes, go to our website, Neurotomy.com. It's a great way to interact with us. You can follow us on all of our social media. You can send us emails with listener feedback. You can give us donations, like my lovely cousin, if you're so inclined. You don't have to give $100, that is incredibly generous. Uh, If you want to, I'm not gonna stop you, but if you have $10 in your wallet and you wanna give it over, thanks, we'll
0: use it. You can even do what our pal Dino has done, and you can do a monthly contribution that you can have automatically uh, sent via our PayPal account, which is pretty sweet. It's kind of like subscribing to the podcast, kind of like paying to yeah, listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It could be any amount you want. It could be a dollar a month, it could be $5 a month, could be whatever whatever you feel comfortable. It could be $10 a month. Whatever you you feel comfortable being able, able to pay, you can do that through our PayPal. If you have more money, and you also want to get something for it in return, you can also sign up for our Audible affiliate, which we have two ways you can do. You can go to their website and click on the uh, link that's on the right side of the page, or if you're listening to us on a mobile device and can't do that because it doesn't appear on a mobile device, uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash nerdonomy, and both yeah. ways will help you. Uh, we have gotten some feedback that uh, this is for the U.S., yes. Currently, we don't have a U.K. option. Uh, we'll look into that and get back to you uh, on that. Cause, uh, We're not
1: sure if we actually can or not.
0: That's the weird thing, yeah, because yeah, even if you do it, it would be in British pound sterling, and I don't know if we can get that exchanged or not. Yeah, so, you know... One way or another, still check out Audible. It's awesome,
1: uh, and if you want to, again, give us a donation. Just listening to us and telling other people about us, I consider that a donation as well.
0: Indeed, and as always, especially with tonight's episode, don't take our word for it. These laws are on the books. I went I referred to dumblaws.com. You can go and you can see all the laws we mentioned, uh, as well as the actual text. Of the ordinances where these are in place, and I discovered several hoaxes during my research. You discovered one
1: while we were actually recording. So if somebody, uh, you know, calls us out on something being
0: uh, inaccurate, let us know, please. We'll correct it. And you know what, nerds? Until we meet again for season three, stay nerdy and tune in to us next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com. Bye bye. <laughs> How is it even possible that you can make a second phone call from jail?
1: Well, you see, the cool thing, it's actually legal to bribe a police officer here. So I just, you know, gave him a little bit of that uh, gerbil money.
0: Ah, well, there you go. Um, What's up?
1: Do you have the money? I need the rest. I mean, I I just spent my $50 of gerbil money to bribe the cop to call. I
0: do have the bail money. Yes, I'm sending it over now. Um, Problem is, it's in Zimbabwean dollars. Oh,
1: boy. I'm going to need a truck.